0: when i actually buy the bunnies I, I will take a picture and post it in discord for everybody to see that the chocolate bunnies have officially been purchased and this chocolate bunny joke that's been going on for the past two years can be dead. it all right but even then we'll find a way to bring it, it back it, it, say it again it's more than two <laughs> anyways ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming to j house radio <laughs> episode 66 we appreciate Ooh, you guys joining again. us here. <laughs> it's definitely hot in here. We yeah, appreciate you guys no, no, joining no, us here. Air
1: conditioner. So you keep talking. I'm going to take two steps away.
0: Do your thing. Do your thing. Uh, yeah. So J House Radio episode 66, guys. Appreciate you guys hanging out live or checking out the audio version of the podcast as well. We're going to be talking about the Predator franchise. Uh, the most recent addition to the franchise is Prey. It is on Hulu right now. Um. And yeah, we're going to be jumping into all that. I can hear myself. Close.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I had to fix that.
0: That's nah, all good.
1: You should be good now.
0: Uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about Prey today. Uh, the most recent film in the Predator Predator franchise. And just going over all the films in the Predator franchise itself. Giving our thoughts on it. And letting you guys know what we think about it. And jumping into a few other news topics as well. Once again, I feel like we're almost talking about this guy every other episode. Ezra Miller has been arrested again. On the account of burglary trying to steal alcohol from a vermont from a vermont home um vermont vermont (laughs) vermont i feel like i said that so weird i don't know why i said it like that vermont home um for one why is this guy stealing alcohol was he not just in like 10 movies in like the past like five years why why are Uh, you stealing alcohol alcohol.
1: Illness dude. He's he's he has mental illness. He needs counseling. He needs medication
0: Yeah, I noticed I noticed I just I, I don't understand it man. I, I mean it's, it's it sucks right now because DC is in the process of Trying to decide if they're gonna scrap the flash now because it's just too much. I don't it, think they will They say that they're contemplating what they're gonna do They say that they're either gonna Listen, scrap it or they're they, gonna they, reshoot it. They, they can
1: easily scrap the Batgirl movie because it's it's a Latina as Batgirl. And, you know, heaven forbid, you have a little variety of races as a superhero movie. Yeah. Um, But I personally believe they won't do it because not only is there so much money invested in it, there's so much time invested in it, and if they scrap the movie, that just means they're going to release it on HBO Max or whatever the hell it's going to be called in a couple years and release it there.
0: Yeah, I forgot. Uh HBO Max is in the process of getting a name change because um
1: They're merging with Discovery they're, Plus. They're
0: merging, yeah. They're, they're gonna put the Discovery Plus shows features, whatever you want to call it, in with the HBO Max features and it's gonna be a whole new thing. Uh we're gonna get that sometime, I think, next summer. I believe next summer or next spring. We're gonna be getting that. So Yeah. I I don't know. It's it's just it's messy right now. I don't know what's gonna happen with it. Um I hope they don't scrap it. I think that, like you said, that's just that's way too much money to just scrap that film.
1: I think they need to put it on HBO Max and forget the actual-
0: But then again, I'm pretty sure they probably already have contracts set up with uh, Miller, contracts set up with uh, Keaton and everybody else to make a certain amount of money in the box office. Because if they do that, they're going to have an issue just like Black Widow where they're going to try to sue DC.
1: No, because Ezra Ezra Miller is not a star. He doesn't demand the same star po- power as uh, Henry Cavill, as Gail the Dot, Wonder Woman, yeah, and uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, he doesn't.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Think about—he's
1: essentially been in one movie, and that's it.
0: I mean, he's been—he's been, he's been essentially—he's been in like. A few little no, but I'm talking here and In there.
1: the DC world.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the DC world, yeah, he's only been in one so far. No, two. No, one. You're right. Just one.
1: One. Cameos don't really count because yeah. it's ten seconds.
0: Yeah, true. Just mainly Justice League and, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. We'll have to see.
1: I'm just disappointed that that they're going forward with uh with uh twinkle uh, Batman.
0: Twinkle Batman. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, they have another two movies set up for, uh, the Batman film that we got. Um, I'm just curious where they're going to go now because, um, what's the name, um, that played the previous Batman is coming back to reprise his Batman role in Aquaman that has been put up Ben Affleck's coming back. So, and then now we have, um, the original batman coming in michael keaton so it's like it's so many batmans like where are we going with this um there was a recent call with the head of dc um recently saying that they're ready to start taking dc more serious they want to start going the route that the mcu is going right now and they're in looks for their own kevin feige to kind of run everything so i'm hoping to get things in order and try to get all this figured out um and See, i'm but
1: this this isn't the first time other studios have tried to imitate Marvel's success.
0: Mm-hmm. Do
1: you remember the the Dark Universe? Yeah. Universal Dark Universe? Yeah. They all try to repeat it, but they don't seem to understand that the Marvel, the Marvel, the phenomenon that is the Marvel movies happened by accident. Uh, Marvel had sold off the rights to the most popular characters in the 90s because they were losing, they, they were on the verge of bankruptcy. And the company was going to close down. So what happens is they took their second tier yeah. superheroes, one of, them, one of them being Iron Man, mm-hmm. and they picked Robert Downey Jr., Okay, who at the time was not really a famous person. He was kind of box office poison because of his you know, criminal history and all this other stuff, yeah. Um, yeah. which he turned his life around. Um, and then they released the movie, and it happened to be a success. They're so like, hey! We got Thor. <laughs> Let's try to do something with that. Yeah, And then that was kind of a mild success. Because if you look at the box office numbers of Iron Man, Thor, um, Thor, Dark World, and whatever else was in there too. yeah, They're not great numbers. They are not Marvel numbers. You understand? Yeah. They're just really good for a movie. They're not great. They're not awesome. They're not phenomenal. They're just really good. Yeah. So, the MCU kind of got success by accident. So, when you're trying to um, repeat that, you have, I mean, like, how are you going to do it? Like, you have Batman, who's an icon, Wonder Woman, who's had two successful movies, Aquaman, who's going to have two successful movies, right? It's kind of hard to repeat it. You'd have to build it around the character where it seems accidental, like Shazam. Where you have Shazam, who is a movie completely different from anything else from from the DCEU, or the DCU now. Yeah. And if you build upon that, that would be more interesting. Like, Shazam happens to fall into these, you know, problems and situations, and Superman shows up to help. You know, he goes to investigate something at Gotham, and Batman is there. You know what I'm trying to say? It has to happen almost accidental. And I think through a character like Shazam, I think it's easier to weasel their way in. Yeah. Because think about it. If you build it off Twinkle Batman, there are people like me who refuse to watch that movie because of who he is. You know? But <laughs> if you talk about Joker, okay, which Joker are you going to throw in? The, the one that was supposed to be a one-off with, uh, what's his name? Lucky uh, phoenix. phoenix yeah yeah so now are you gonna add him there all of a sudden or are you gonna look for a totally different joker like there's there's so many problems with it you'd have to get rid of the current superman the current wonder woman the current uh shazam the current aquaman and start recasting from the beginning
0: i feel like personally the only in my opinion the only character that i think they can just kind of keep around and just let continue doing their thing. It's Shazam at this point. Ezra Miller as Flash. We don't know what's going to happen with that Batman. Like you said, that's all over the place. Joker, all over the place. You can probably stick with Aquaman because I I, I think you can stick with Aquaman, just staying with that same character. Like you know, Jason, um, Momoa. Jason Momoa playing Aquaman. I think that's fine. And same thing for Wonder Woman. I mean, those are probably the only few characters that can kind of do their own thing. Uh, but you definitely you, they're gonna have to change flash and they're definitely gonna have to figure out what the heck is going on with joker and batman but it's that though those three things are just kind of like a mess and too confusing right now especially batman and joker what are we gonna do with that you know if you're trying to go this mcu route you you guys gotta pick a foundation and stick with it because right now I just feel like we're all over the place
1: it so. not only is it all over the place it's confusing it's all the tones of the movies are very different there's no single plot thread through it. And where do you add the TV shows in it? Or do you start it all in TV shows and then go to movies? You know, it, it's sort of a little odd.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, we'll have to say, I mean, they're, they're in the process of rebooting everything. So let's just see what happens from here. Um, I'll tell you so, one thing. Go ahead. go ahead. And then I'll go. I was going to say, I'll tell you one thing. I'm definitely not looking forward to what they're supposedly going to do with the new Joker movie. It's supposed to be a musical. Supposedly. That's still the rumor. What's going to be a musical? The next Joker movie. You didn't hear about that? No. (laughs) So, the new Joker... So, apparently, when the Joker first came out, the one with Joaquin Phoenix, it was supposed to be a one-off. Now, they're making a sequel, which is kind of random, and they're going to have Lady Gaga in there to play... A character right along with him. Everybody's assuming it's going to be um, Harley Quinn. Yeah. And the rumor is, at first it was a pretty light rumor. Now it's a heavy rumor that it's supposed to be a musical. And I don't understand why. What is, what is, <laughs> the look on your face, Los?
1: Oh, no, no. I'm just looking at the at the game score. Oh,
0: man. What's the game score? still hasn't
1: changed. You guys are still up by three. Okay.
0: We're going to win tonight, guys. We're going to win. Chat, by the end of this, by the end of this episode, we're going to give you guys an update on my team winning, and I I will be a happy man. Um, Hey, listen,
1: man, you never know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. That's the the rumor that the next Joker film is supposed to be a musical, which I, if that is the case, I don't, like, why? Like, what are we doing at this point? I'm kind of losing face in, in DC. Okay,
1: well, here's the thing. Kevin Smith, in an interview recently, talked about that DC was doing an anthology TV series. Okay, you know what an anthology TV series is, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, he was going to do Bizarro. Okay? Okay. And not only that, Bizarro was going to be played by Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Okay. And they canceled it. And do you know the importance of Nicolas Cage playing Bizarro? What? He almost played Superman.
0: I did hear about that. I did hear about that. So he was I forgot to play Bizarro.
1: About.
0: Yeah, I forgot where I heard that, but yeah, I, I did hear that Nicolas Cage almost played Superman, which would have been an interesting take on that with him playing that character, but... I guess. Okay. <laughs> we're going to jump into our main topic, and that is the Predator franchise. Uh, we're going to go over all the Predator films, give our thoughts on it, and we're also going to review Prey, which is the most recent Predator film that released a few days ago on Hulu. So... Um, Predator franchise. First one we're going to jump into. Um, the original Predator, came out in 1987, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Los Get to
1: the Chopper.
0: Get to the Chopper. What'd you think of the film? Thumbs loved up. It.
1: Thumb- loved it. Absolutely loved that movie. That movie was so good in so many ways because it starts out and you think it's a typical war style movie. Yeah. And then. They introduce the Predator, and it becomes something else. And then the the simple fact... By the way, do you know the Predator was... That movie, they don't name the country, but later on, in the original draft of the script, you find out that's supposed to happen in Guatemala?
0: Really? Yeah. I thought they mentioned it in the movie, like once, maybe. No, they don't. Hmm, they okay. don't.
1: It's in a draft of the script where it's there, in one of the comic books. But needless to say, um, uh, I love how the movie turned from just a straight war movie to a survival movie to a horror movie almost. You know? Um, Agreed. Because I mean, think about it, in the jungle, everything seems so enclosed. You feel so trapped. You can't see where anything is. And here's this, here's this alien coming to kill all of you, and you don't even know where it's coming from. Amazing yeah. movie. Amazing, amazing movie.
0: Agreed. I agree. I, I, I pretty much feel the same exact way that you felt. Like, yeah, when I, I remember watching this movie when I was a kid. I don't remember watching the trailer or anything. I didn't know anything about it. I just saw the movie um, thinking, like you said, typical army 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 film, basically. And then when I realized that there was something hunting them, it, it's like genius. I love when films go in one, try to pull you in one direction and make you look over here and then all of a sudden it like freaking strikes you from behind with something completely different that you're not expecting. That's exactly what that film did. Um. Yeah. It had some pretty heavy hitters in there. You know, it had Jesse Ventura who was uh big into wrestling during that time. Excuse me, excuse
1: me. If you're going to say his name, say his name properly. It's Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh,
0: oh, excuse me. The Body. Jesse Thank the you. Body Ventura is in there. Arnold Schwarzenegger is in there. Uh it's, the action is also just amazing. And the way the predator kills, the way he hunts. It's just at that time it was something that we just never seen before, and he's just a cool freaking character, man. Cool freaking he character, is. you know. And like the design of it, like its face, like with the mouth and the little claws. Oh, it was just I freaking love it. So, as a, like up to this day, the Predator One is probably my favorite film out of all the Predator movies. Um, but I'll give you more of my take on that later after talking about the rest of the films. Yeah. Um, so
1: there's three trivia facts about the Predator you need to know about.
0: Lay on One, me. One.
1: Uh, at, at the at the final scene, the helicopter pilot, Kevin Peter Hall, the black guy who was the, the the helicopter pilot, yeah, he was the person in the Predator suit. Really, but he was also the original person in the predator, predator suit was Jean-Claude Van Damme.
0: Wait, that's supposed to be the Predator.
1: Yeah, the original person in the Predator suit was Jean-Claude Van Damme, and they fired him, and they hired this guy, Kevin <laughs> Peter Hall, who what? was super tall. John McTiernan, the one who did Predator, also did um, Last Action Hero. He did uh, Die Hard. He did uh, The Hunt for Red October. He did Die Hard with a Vengeance. He did The Thomas Crown Affair, The 13th Warrior, which is a movie I really like, mm-hmm. Um so he's done a lot of good movies.
0: Yeah, those are definitely some good movies for sure. The uh, the uh, film also had uh, a really really killer soundtrack like that original theme song of the of the Predator franchise is is freaking awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, let me see. And it also, yeah, it's just is also all together just a great action film. Honest, honestly, it's it's till to, to this day it still holds up. I think the did like an HD remaster that I watched recently and it looks amazing. It looks amazing in, in freaking high definition. So, and um, the whole
1: camouflage, the the predators camouflage was a new, uh, special effect that is never done before. Really? Yeah. So even that was
0: brand new. Interesting. Interesting. Well, so yeah, that is the predator. Um, and that came out nineteen eighty nineteen eighty seven. 1987. Yep. All right. So let's jump into the next one. Predator 2. Oh,
1: wait, wait, wait. My last, last bit of trivia. Go for it. Do you know who the voice of the Predator was?
0: I thought they just used some kind of like weird, like, uh, sound, like from a computer or something. I didn't know he had like a, oh, well, yeah, he did talk. You're right. He did talk like towards the end. No, no. All those little sounds and stuff. Somebody was paid to do it. Really? It was Peter Optimus Prime Cullen. Get the heck out of here! He did the voice
1: of the Predator.
0: Wow. Okay. I honestly, I thought they got some weird animal or some like some like weird electronic noise from the computer to actually do that sound. That's actually no, no. It was him.
1: It was him. It was Mister. It was Optimus Prime himself.
0: Big ups to Optimus Prime, Chat Adams in chat. How's it going, man? How you doing, Adams? What is your favorite Predator movie? By the way, we're we're talking about the, the Predator franchise tonight. Um. So yeah, Predator, the original one, Arnold Schwarzenegger classic classic action film i think that made it pretty deep in our um action film tournament i think i gotta i gotta yes. double check that it made it pretty deep in our tournament we need to do another one of those tournaments by the way that was actually really fun i like that yeah
1: <laughs> the other thing too about predator is it's so rewatchable
0: yes it is i think out of all of the predator films uh part one to this day is probably the one i watched the most especially that that last like 20, 30 minutes of the film when he's like setting up traps for the Predator and they're like kind of going at each other. It's just just great filmmaking, man. Great filmmaking. Yeah. Let's jumping to jumping into Predator 2. 1992, starring Danny Glover, Bill Paxton, and Maria Alonso.
1: Maria Conchita Alonso.
0: What did, who my what did... brother
1: actually met.
0: Your brother met her?
1: Really? Uh, yeah, my brother was a flight attendant. He actually met her. He has a picture with her and everything.
0: Awesome. He said she was
1: one of the sweetest people. She,
0: she was definitely uh, a very well-known actress back in the 80s slash 90s, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, Predator 2, Los? I enjoyed
1: it. I don't know why people
0: have so much hate for it. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> it's actually not a bad film.
1: Um, I mean, is it the same formula as uh, the first Predator? No. Because movies need to involve, evolve. Yes. And the, the thing that I like most about it is because it is so different. Same. Um, I mean, think about it. I, you have... Well, let me pull it up to guarantee that I didn't miss anybody. Okay. You have Gary Busey before his motorcycle accident. You have Ruben Blades. People who don't know who Ruben's blade is, you know, um, he played Danny. And he's a salsa singer. He's famous for it. Okay? You have the return of Kevin Peter Hall as the Predator. You have yes. Bill Paxton in it. You have Adam Baldwin in it. You have uh, Robert Davey in it. You know, uh, Morton Downey Jr. is in it. You know, um, you have so many great actors in it. And Bill Paxton is hysterical in it.
0: And yes. I'll still his,
1: I still remember his joke from that movie.
0: What was his joke? You? I forgot. No, I don't remember. He
1: goes, uh, and, and mind you, I'm just kind of rushing through it so we can go through the review. He basically says, I went to the doctor's office and the doctor says he needed a stool, sperm, and urine sample. He goes, God, he goes, doc, I'm in kind of a hurry. Can I just leave you my underwear?
0: <laughs> wow. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill Paxton was actually one of my favorite actors back in that time. For real. He really was. Um, I think I think this film was definitely uh, it wasn't a bad film. Uh, I was a big fan of Danny Glover as well. It was nice to see the, the the Predator go from the jungle to the city. That was something interesting. It was a nice change of pace, and you also get to see the Predator evolve over time. You know, uh, different weapons and the way he uh, you know hunts and kills and things like that. So I thought it was a pretty good sequel. I mean, yeah, was it as good as the first one? Definitely not, but it's rewatchable. It's, it's fun. It's a good popcorn flick. I think
1: the worst part of Predator 2 is the first opening scene.
0: Yes, I, did, I was not a fan of the opening scene either. I, I thought it was... Confusing. Yeah, it was a little confusing because it just kind of threw you inside. Anybody who uh, was watching us live or listening to us, we're going to have some spoilers in here for some of these films. A lot of these films are over 10 years old. So um, Predator 2 came out. What year did it come out? Uh, 1992.
1: 92, bro. Come on, you're gonna tell me in 30 years you haven't seen this movie?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, mild, 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 spoilers, guys, mild spoilers. Yeah, the first like what 10, 15 minutes of the movie were thrown into like some weird fight in the streets in the middle of downtown New York, I'm guessing, L.A. Uh, L.A. And they're like hunting down this gang. It was just a little, it was a little weird. Like the pacing was kind of weird in in the beginning of the film, honestly.
1: I mean, I understand they wanted to establish these guys as a team, yeah. but I felt like if they would, it just if you kept the opening scene but shot it a little differently and had a little less confusing, I think the movie would have been that much better. You know, Probably. it was a good movie. I think after that point, the movie takes off.
0: Yeah, same. You know? I, 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 there's there's a few times where I watch the film and I just get the first like 15 minutes and just go to the rest of the film. Yeah, so. Um, all right, so and they
1: kept the music from the first one, which was another
0: bonus. Yeah, they, they actually kept like that, like kind of like how like, Michael Myers has his theme song, Freddy Krueger has his theme song. The Predator has his theme, and they kept that throughout the, all, all the movies, basically, which is actually a nice touch. All right, the next Predator film that we're jumping into here Aliens vs. Predator 2004, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, for one, <laughs>
1: Dark Legion gave you a thumbs down.
0: Listen, <laughs> Legion and chat don't you dare. Don't you dare, okay? He dared and he did it. You're supposed to be on my side, buddy. You knew me first. Anyways, um, so everybody knows that I have a love-hate relationship with Paul W. Anderson. He makes some good films once in the Blue Moon. And when he makes bad films, they're terrible. Um This film basically has Sonali Sonali in it. She was a tour guide. Uh she helped people climb mountains and so on and so forth uh she's called upon to help discover this underground temple um and a group of uh, i don't know scientists needed her help to try to discover this temple and figure out what was going on there obviously there was aliens there and for some reason which i feel like was kind of explained but not really explained in film the aliens and the predators just kind of had beef with each other it was
1: no the the aliens the predators Breed the aliens so they can hunt the aliens, because supposedly the aliens are the ultimate prey. Um, AVP, as this movie is more commonly known as, yeah. is a terrible movie. Terrible
0: movie. I don't remember if this is based off the game or the game was the game spawned. I mean, the movie spawned the game because I know the Alien vs Predator game was pretty big during that time. I don't remember which one came first. I got I think into the that. movie came first. I'm about to look it up right now. AVP game. But here's the other thing,
1: too, is, like, they tried to. Um, They tried. What the hell was his name?
0: Oh, 2010, by the way. That
1: Charles Whaling, play. the guy who's the head of the whole expedition to go down the, the big hole that was bored in the ice. Yeah. Um, He played Bishop in Alien 2, the robot. So they're trying to say that Bishop yeah. was modeled off of the owner of the Whaling Corporation.
0: Oh, is, like that, they, they is that what that was about? Yes. Okay, I was confused because Bishop, for anybody who doesn't know, is one of the robots that was an alien well, th- that was an aliens yeah, aliens. Alien two. Yeah, technically. Um, And when I saw Bishop in the aliens, he died, technically like they killed the robot. So when I saw yeah. him in this movie, I was like, wait why, why is Bishop back? I was so confused. And then I was like alright, maybe he's behind all this. Maybe he's like setting them up. But no, he's a human. So like you said, yeah, I guess they designed the robot after the creator of the Whaling Corporation. And yeah. that was never really established, which I wish they kind of dove into that. Because for anybody, like it just wasn't touched on. It's like, oh, hey, here's Bishop. Do you like, know how human. I found out
1: about it? How? You know how I found out
0: about it? What? Director's comments. Oh, see, now I, I need to look at the director's comments. <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> I,
1: like, the main actress, Sana... L- Lathan?
0: Uh, Sanaa Lathan, yeah.
1: Oh, that's what, it's, how'd you pronounce it? Sanaa? Yeah. Um, she's, a, she's a pretty decent actress. I just think she wasn't given a lot of great material. Yeah, and she what, wasn't. What really made the whole movie seem like a cheap horror movie where they just threw in the aliens and the predator was the fact that the pyramid kept changing shape all the time.
0: Yeah, like, that was weird. It,
1: it, it really took away from the film.
0: I think they it, did that because it gave i think the predator I guess they were trying to say that the predators maybe did that so that way it will make the hunt fun or like maybe to like disrupt trespassers i I don't know. I mean, that wasn't really fully explained either. It just kind of just kept happening. It's a little weird i I agree with you,
1: you know, um but still it just it just wasn't a great film <laughs> I felt like it took away from the movie.
0: It, it it did it, it's if i don't know it's just felt, it felt like the movie was trying to be something else and i just felt like there wasn't really a lot of great explanation as to what was happening like i said the whole reason for bishop being there i think that should have been like that should have had some kind of explanation behind it because people who saw that film just like me for example they're seeing bishop and they're like why is bishop here wait bishop is human wait what is happening that was yeah non-clean. but the thing is You know, they expected you to get it without
1: the explanation, you know, because you have to look at it. It's several hundred years in the future before they were like, oh, let's make the Bishop robot Android look like Mr. Whalen. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, that should have been something that was said in the Aliens movie. And then when it's brought over into Aliens versus Predator, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that 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 would have made sense. I was so confused throughout that entire film. I was really confused. Oh, uh, um, and do you know Sana?
1: How do you pronounce her name? Sana
0: Lathan. Sana. 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 You know who yeah.
1: she. You know who she is in the Blade movie, right?
0: Yeah, she's Blade's mom. Exactly. Yeah. i to looks see So her, hot man. in that movie. I I don't like you say they didn't give her that much great material. I think I think she's good as an actress. It's just I, I don't think that this was a good role for her in general honestly it just, it I just, just felt it, a little weird and cheap to me it kind of felt like
1: an executive looked at the script and ripped out pages and told the writer yeah make them work now because there are <laughs> pieces of it that don't feel like they fit together and it feels like there's some like clumsy dialogue that makes it all fit together
0: yeah basically i agree um yeah and the film, spoilers, obviously, like I said, this film is years old, guys. Um, the film ends with one of the predators getting um how do you want to say? It? I guess like one of the little alien spider things got on its face and face
1: hugger, that's what they're called. The,
0: oh, the face huggers implanted an alien egg inside one of the aliens, and that leads into part two, which is aliens requiem. I mean alien versus predator. Requiem, so that's just the sequel to Alien versus Predator. So overall, Which I didn't even know existed. I forgot it. I knew I heard about it a few years ago, but I completely forgot about it, completely. Um, so yeah, um, Alien vs. Predator, that literally was not not good at all in my opinion. Total thumbs down. Um, Alien vs. Predator, 2004. Re- I mean not 2004. Requiem, 2007 was uh, directed by the Strauss brothers. Um, It was okay. It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't good, it wasn't bad. It was like a middle-of-the-road popcorn flick that I wouldn't watch again, basically. So it picks up where Alien vs. Predator left off, where the um, Predator gets the alien symbiote, whatever you want to call it, inside his body. Um, it eventually mutates into an alien slash predator creature, which looks really weird. Um, it, it it somehow gets onto Earth because the the, the plane that the predator was in crashes onto Earth. The predators come to Earth, try to you know um, get their pal basically, and the plane that crashed has a bunch of aliens on it, and it's just a alien versus predator rematch on Earth, basically. That's basically what the film is. Um. The mixed breed was a cool idea, I guess it was something different. Um, the part that was really cringy for me is when they had towards the end one of the main characters said "Get to the chopper." They 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 legitimately <laughs> they legitimately had a character say "Get to the chopper," and I was like, "Why did they do that? Like, don't 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 do that. That that that's Arnold's line. Let it stay with Arnold." I was a little upset that they did that. I know they're trying to give some. Some like shout outs to the original film, but that, that was just a little cringy.
1: Hey, so. they did a shout out to the original film and pray, but that worked.
0: Yes, we'll get to it. I know, I, th- I think I know what line you're talking about. I think I know what line you're talking about. Um, so yeah, you haven't seen Requiem, right? Bloss, I don't think. No,
1: like yes. uh, I said, I didn't even know it existed. Now I want to watch it, and see how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like I want us to sit there and watch Morpheus to like tear it apart. You
0: know, I still haven't watched Morbius yet. Have you watched I it? I haven't watched that either. I'm literally
1: I'm... waiting to see if you want to join me in the let's rip apart this movie.
0: You know what? We... what? Next episode. You want to do that? We can rip it apart. Hey, sounds
1: like it. a plan. I'm down for that.
0: Let's rip it apart. We should have like episodes where we uh, will come up with like a special name for it. Where we rip apart really bad movies. We should just start doing that. Have that be a thing that we do ever so often.
1: No, you know what we should do? It should be um, where not only do we review it, we talk about where they went wrong and how they could do it better.
0: Ah, okay. I like that. I like that. Good idea. Planning for the next episode already, guys. This this is what we do here. Uh, Live on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, you're not really missing much uh, if you don't watch Requiem. Um, it, it, seemed like, it seemed like it's something that they wanted to make a trilogy, but part two just didn't make enough money because obviously because at the end of alien versus predator they set up alien versus predator requiem by showing that the alien coming out of, out of the predator's chest so you already knew that after you had alien versus predator there was going to be a sequel to it like you already knew that. yeah but it just wasn't good enough for a third film um well, i just kind of feel like with predator movies you don't need to set up a sequel
1: like you don't have to have like the last Couple of shots go. Oh, look! There's a sequel. I just kind of feel like Predator one of those characters you can just drop into a new situation exactly. and be like, "Okay, it's the next one."
0: Exactly. Uh, L- Legion and chat says, "Nah, Louis, he's gonna sleep on the next. Is he gonna sleep next to you on the couch." <laughs> 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 really, Legion? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's why
1: you my favorite
0: i needed that laugh that was a good laugh though nice jab but a good laugh nonetheless um yeah for anybody who needs context i fell asleep watching um justice league snyder cut with los and we were looking forward to it for months and i fell asleep on the couch Mm -hmm. in my defense i was tired from work but anyways um... oh and my
1: girl cooked up like all this food to make sure like
0: Hey, hey! I still stuff my face, though. I still stuff my face. Boy, you ate and fell asleep. Listen, you know you can't, you can't beat a brother and then put him on a comfy couch and not expect him to get the itis. Okay, just saying. Um, Boy, you even found the my girl's throw blanket and wrapped yeah, yourself around yeah. it. I sure did. I got the blanket. I got comfortable on the couch, and I was going. Bro, he found it in his sleep. Really, I found that in my sleep. I thought I got. Yeah, dude, because she she used
1: to have it, like, um where the couches are sort of a little end table, and underneath it, oh yeah, was the blanket, and you literally sat up, like as if somebody told you, and you grabbed it, opened it up, and put it on yourself, all asleep, <laughs> eyes closed, and everything.
0: Oh man. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm I'm just natural in my sleep for grabbing a blanket. Uh, yeah, that's Alien versus Predator Requiem, in my opinion, the worst movie out of the entire franchise, um, Predators, plural, 2010, um, this movie was interesting, um, basically if you think, um, battle royale style, you get a bunch of random people from different walks of life, drop them onto a random planet. And the Predator is pretty much hunting you for sport. It's, it's, well, their, it's their training grounds, if you will.
1: It, it goes under this... Um, where the whole premise of the film is the Predators have a game reserve. So yes. they kidnap different species, drop it on the game reserve, and they hunt. Um... This was, I think this came out of um, Robert Rodriguez's film studio.
0: Yes, Robert Rodriguez, yes. He was uh, part of this film, for sure. Which I didn't even know until like I watched the film. I was like, Robert Rodriguez did, did this film? What? I did not know Bro, that. Bro, Danny Trejo's in it. That, that's like the dead giveaway. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, because he's in everything Robert Rodriguez makes. So I should have figured yeah. that out. Um, honestly, though... This was. I'm surprised I didn't watch this sooner. It was actually fun. It was a fun movie to watch. Uh, just everything about it, like, just it felt like like compared to um all the other Predator films, this one felt like very high quality. You know, I felt like they 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 gave some love into this film. It didn't look like a cheap action slash horror film. Um, I liked all the different personalities. You got one guy. Who is part of the, you know, Yakuza, one guy who just got out of jail. He he's a rapist, one guy's a doctor. Uh, you got two people who are part of like US Special Forces, um, yes. so on and so forth. Really interesting personalities put together. Um, uh, we even have uh Morpheus in this film, which was a surprise. Yeah. I, I forgot he was in this film. Um it's a good film. You know, I, I like the one thing I like about the Predator franchise is that just like with John Wick, it all revolves around a code. There's a code to the hunt. There's respect, you know, in regards to the hunt. Even the Predators themselves, if you manage to whoop their butt and when their team comes to pick up their fallen, they salute you. They could yeah. kill you, but they salute you and they give you a reward for actually killing one of them. And I love yes. the respect that comes with the Predator um, culture, I guess, if you want to call it that, basically. Um, uh, yeah, this this was a really this is probably the most fun I've had in a Predator movie since the original Predator. I, I actually really enjoyed this. I'm surprised that I didn't see it sooner.
1: For me, Adrian Brody was the weak part of this. Film. Which character is he the doctor? Royce, the the main guy who survives. Why do you why why do you think he was the weak character? I just didn't like his performance.
0: Why was he too like yeah? I'm, I'm the no, it's I'm just alpha I male.
1: I could not believe he was that character.
0: It was very different compared to all the other characters he's ever played. <laughs> yeah, I did I did notice that like when I first watched it, I was like oh he's he's different in this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? to me he was he, he was the weak part of the movie.
0: I would I mean I didn't see it as a weak part, it was just a little different. I'm just I'm I'm not used to seeing him play that like broody tough guy from like the army. You know, I'm just not used to seeing it, it that. It just
1: it wasn't believable for me.
0: I feel you. I feel you. you um, know,
1: every, every, not every movie's perfect. I mean, was it an enjoyable movie? Absolutely. Is it worth a rewatch? Absolutely. Yeah. But I got tired of his character so much, so easily. <laughs> if he said more than three lines I was like, Oh shut up
0: up already the guy I didn't like um uh, was the guy that played the uh doctor i thought he was a little annoying um uh, I, f- I forgot his name Let's see if i can find him but the uh, actor that played the doctor in that film I, th- I thought it was a little annoying i felt like the i don't know i felt like he was over the top a little too much in certain scenes like he was trying to get too much attention it was just a little weird
1: but every predator movie has a goofy character
0: yeah i get it I guess so I gotta, it's you know, part it's, of the except
1: in pray pray they they broke that formula but yes they uh, did. I just kind of felt like that was just one of the the tropes of Predator they always have a goofy character
0: yeah I I noticed that almost immediately when all the characters met each other I was like oh yep yeah, that's the goofy one <laughs> Like I just cause like you said it, it is kind of a thing it's got to be one goofy guy and, and I immediately recognized like all right there's Arnold there's this guy, there's the goofy guy. All right, we're set, we're ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah. You know? Uh one scene I loved in this film was the scene with the with the Yakuza guy going one-on-one with Predator and, and his nice samurai sword. And they, yes. they, they 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 did a nice wide shot and it looked like a scene from like a Japanese film. And the grass was like swaying in the wind. I was like, oh, this is such a beautiful shot. I loved it. I was afraid that shot was gonna only last like maybe like five seconds. He was gonna kill the guy and then be done with it. We got a decent amount of time with those two fighting, and it was really awesome to see Mr. Yakuza like getting into a sword fight with the predator. Like that that's something I would have never thought I would have seen. It it was it was nice and it was a really, really good shot. I almost want the next Predator film to be in Japan. (laughs) Just because of that. Just because of that.
1: I I'll, I'll, I want to see more Predators in the past.
0: Yeah? Yeah. And we'll talk about pray, why Predator. Prey
1: made me realize that the story's better in the past.
0: Yeah. On, on, on that note, let, let's just jump into the next one. Then Let's just do that. Prey, 2022, just came out two days ago, starring Amber Mid-Thunder. This movie...
1: Who's super cute, by the way.
0: <laughs> Random fact for this movie. This is the highest... Rotten Tomato score Predator movie out of all the Predators. Yes, the highest. This one I got, I think, got like a 90 something. And the second was the original Predator, which got an 80. And I saw that before I saw this film and I was like, there's no way what a Predator movie better than the original Predator. There's no way because all the other ones were good, but nowhere near as good as the original, every single last one of them. And I was like, there is no way that this one that went straight to Hulu is going to be better than the original Predator.
1: There's, well, here's the thing. Uh, one, this is the first movie ever made in Comanche. Where there is a version of the movie where you could watch with the Comanche dub, mm-hmm. and the whole thing is spoken in Comanche.
0: Really? And
1: Yes. And I didn't watch, I watched the English version first, and then I watched the Comanche version. Wow. Much better in Comanche in the sense of you feel the emotions a little better because you don't understand the language. You're yeah. really going off the tones of what they say. Amazing.
0: Interesting.
1: Wow. Um, the second thing is what I enjoyed about Prey so much, it was an almost silent film.
0: Yes, it was.
1: There was very little noise. The environment you heard, footsteps you heard, but the dialogue, they, you only they only spoke when they needed to.
0: Yeah. Agreed. 100% agree. I have to also agree with... That
1: made it creepier, too.
0: I have to also agree with one thing that you said where you said you feel like you want another Predator movie that is within uh, that time period that we got in Prey. And I agree. I was like, I like how grounded this feels. This felt so grounded. Even, Even more grounded than we had in the original predator movie and i think that's one of the reasons why i love that movie so much It's in the middle of the jungle there's no special tech there's we're not in the city and we don't have any extra distractions no it's just you in the jungle and i feel like that's where the predator movies do well is within that type of environment
1: the other thing about this movie is the predator didn't rely on a lot of high tech no he really more wanted to stab chop people up all his prey like he really wanted to to to, to go one-on-one With
0: i i think that's why i loved it more because it it was because what 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 we're getting with prey is we're getting a prequel this is this all happened before the original predator this was 300 years ago this is in the early 1700s and the way the predator overall when the predator hunts over time he evolves his weapon evolves his his the way he fights the way he um um goes on hunts it evolves over time based off of each civilization based off of each um whatever culture that he um hunts it evolves over time and you see that in this film i was surprised to see the predator use arrows he had arrows so when he had his little shoulder gun on on his neck he shot arrows out of that it wasn't bullets it wasn't like a plasma bullet or anything like that
1: guided missiles
0: Oh, those were. Remember,
1: I thought thought those were arrows. They hit where the red dot was, so they were guided missiles.
0: But like, even after he shot somebody, he pulled it back out of the person. Yeah, they're reusable
1: because they're non-explosive.
0: Oh, okay. It it, it gave me the idea of like, like arrows basically, and I thought that was kind of cool. But uh, yeah. And like the okay. What
1: I enjoyed was the fact that it felt like it was the first time the predator was on the planet. Because he was trying to figure out who was the prey, yeah. who was the hunter, you, you know, and who he's going after. And the simple fact that he even fought a bear hand to hand. Like, you saw the, the wolf when he fought the wolf. How he had his camouflage on, but the wolf was like, I don't, I don't need to see you. I just need to smell you.
0: Exactly.
1: And I'm yeah, still exactly. going after you. Exactly. So, I loved it. I absolutely
0: loved it. I, I, I also love the design of the Predator in this film. It was so primal. You know, it was very primal. He almost had like a, like a skull of a creature as his mask, basically. Um yeah. in, in the kills, the way he killed um a lot of the people in his film was just so brutal and just vicious, but yet yeah, he did it with style and it was like it was like elegance to it. As crazy as it sounds, it was like an elegance to it. Um yeah, it's this This felt like this felt like Predator was in its natural habitat and it felt like he belonged in this kind of film and I kind of like the Predator in this kind of environment, to be honest with you compared to what we got in Predator 2 and Predators and all that stuff like that this just felt so good and like you said, I, I want more I, I hope we can get a sequel to, to Prey in some kind of weird way, I don't know how they would do it but I think that would be interesting
1: Well, the other thing is, too, is um, this film respected the the Comanche culture. And representatives from the tribe have said, this film is the most accurate to how our lives was back then. Yeah. So I love the fact that they made an excellent movie respecting someone's culture, uh, showing you a different side of the Predator, showing you a different physique of the Predator. Because the Predator was not only looked a little more primal, he seemed more like a runner. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that runner type of slimmer.
0: Yeah, he was very, yeah. Very slim in this one.
1: So I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed the simple fact of you see the Predator um, being more of a hunter than Jason in Friday the 13th. You know, like this stalker (laughs) who's out to kill everyone.
0: That is very true. Very true.
1: Because you almost felt like there was... You watch the film, you almost feel like there's a thought process behind him, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't just a big monster. It was a thought process of a hunter. Yeah. Let me look. Let me learn. Let me observe. This is what's going on.
0: Yeah. True. Yeah. You know? M- and the
1: limited it? weapons help push the story forward.
0: It did. Like, his technology, which his, his shield that he had in this film, by the way, freaking awesome. Loved it. Um his limited technology did make him more interesting because like you said it made him think more a, a, as a killer be more strategic in the way that he went about things you know yeah i, I freaking love that i i definitely see myself watching this movie multiple times it's, it was just such a good film and the fact that you know he was hunting this this tribe just seeing how they live how they went about things how they made medicine and how they took care of each other and things like that that made it more interesting like, i wanted to learn more about this tribe in the process of them going through what they went through, you know? So it's, it's honestly hands down, I have to agree. This is probably in my opinion the the best predator film. Yeah. Hands down. And Predator Predator 1, the original will come right after that. Awesome film. Freaking loved it. Uh I
1: don't know if it's the best, but it's bef- best definitely tied with the first. Yeah. You know? Um I also like the fact that they showed um the main character uh naru Mm -hmm. they they didn't make it a superwoman you see what i'm trying to say like a lot of these predator movies like um a lot of hollywood movies when there's like a female lead they make her into like the human version of wonder woman and i (laughs) you know and that's always just kind of like you know you you've gone too far show her with some flaws show her learning things show her thinking and in this movie they did that with her and it really made you connect with the character more.
0: Uh, yeah, you know? you, yeah, you know, that's a really good point. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, I was I was almost kind of waiting for like what you said, like that Wonder Woman moment. Because yeah, first they start off weak and then later on they're like, All right, I'm super powerful, I got these weapons, let me go kick your butt now. And I'm like, the whole time I'm thinking, how is she going to fight this thing? She is this puny little girl who weighs like a hundred pounds, soaking wet. And she's going up against this mammoth of a creature. She's supposed to beat this thing? And I, I like the fact that they kept her I don't want to say weak, but vulnerable. You know, she knew they she kept couldn't her it. human. They kept her human, yes. they. Yeah, that, that's probably the best way to put it. They kept her human. And she even said it a few times in the film, like, like I'm no threat to you. Like, I, I can't beat you. I'm not a threat. But being that no, I'm no, not no. a she threat. No, she said
1: I, it thinks I'm not a threat.
0: Well, she also said at one point she was like, "I'm not a threat." No, I think her brother said that, something like that. Maybe I'm confusing the lines. Um, But yeah, it, it thinks that she's not a threat, so it's not going to attack her. And she used that to her advantage. Um yeah. and she knew she wasn't going to be able to beat this thing, like hand to hand. She just wasn't. She she wasn't strong enough, and her and her skills. But just she kind of did. She kind of did. She definitely held her own. She definitely held her own um But she she had to use its own weapons against him to like really beat this guy, and she had to use her brain. You know, she wasn't going to beat him physically, so she knew she had to use her brain to beat this guy. And I'm glad that like you said, they didn't use that Wonder Woman method of like, all right, well she's weak now, and now she's strong, she's going to go body slam him. You know, I like that the th- they went a different way with it. Yeah, the
1: three things that I liked that, that they did callbacks from the original Predator was she found a way to use camouflage through medicine. By accident,
0: yes, that was pretty cool.
1: Um, they um. Remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first one was up against all these logs and he was yelling, "Come on, kill me!" Trying to oh, yeah. trying to get the thing to fall into the trap. Yeah, they pulled that off, and they pulled it off very well mm-hmm. with her. And last but not least, the line, "If it bleeds, we can kill it." Oh yeah, was repeated. Yeah. From the first one, and it was done perfectly because it fit into the story, and it seems like something someone would say.
0: I I feel like a lot of times when movies have sequels and they try to do callback lines, it does come off cheesy. Just like I said, with the guy in Alien vs. Predator, like, go get to the chopper. I was like, (laughs) like, why'd you do that? It felt forced. It felt cheesy. But when she performed the lines in this movie, I almost forgot that it was a line in the original. It just felt so natural. You know, it didn't feel like her it was a forced it. line. Oh, her brother, her brother. Oh, yeah, 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 God. yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't feel forced. It felt like a natural line. I I literally forgot. And after, after he said it, I was like, that sounds familiar. Was that in the original? Like, I didn't think about it like that, you know? So it felt so natural. So great film. Um, I was really surprised that it was as good as it was. Not going to lie. I was very surprised. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Thank you for everybody who's watching this live on YouTube. So if you guys listen to the audio version, check us out up on YouTube, man. Give us a give us a subscribe over there or a thumbs up and rate us in the audio podcast realm as well. Oh, and, and thank us you us to up.
1: Dark Legion for reminding us about the Chocolate Bunnies.
0: Um, and thank you for Dark Legion for giving a, a thumbs down for no reason that motivated my team to play better and win tonight. So, yeah. How does it feel, Los? How does it feel knowing that your boys lost the gangrene, the true gangrene?
1: Wait, wait. wait. Is it preseason?
0: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to verify that.
0: Gee whiz. Is it oh, oh, oh. Now okay. we're using the, the the preseason thing. Okay. Hey, man, listen. It.
1: You know what? The one thing Eagles fans and Jets fans have in common, it's hard to be a fan of a team that keeps screwing up the simplest things.
0: Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. I so. Mean, yeah, we That's always fine. find a way to shoot ourselves in the foot. That's what we've been doing for years. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just hope the Eagles fans don't flip the Jets, Jets bus because, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, leaving that stadium is high, probably going to be a little rough tonight, even though it's yeah, a preseason game. I,
1: I, had, I had to tell KJ that Eagles fans threw snowballs at their own team when they played badly. And if you don't <laughs> believe me, look it up.
0: <laughs> it's horrible. Horrible. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. You guys have a great rest of your weekend, and we will catch you guys later.
1: Later.